social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Well, it is Wednesday. It is December 1st. Folks, happy December. We've made it to December. My goodness, it's uh, hard to keep up with. There's certainly a lot of news. I want to start off with um, this business of uh, we have a great program in store. Uh, Ilan Omar, the rep, who now is uh, standing in front of the media, and uh, she's playing this message that she received and they're blaming it on this um republican congresswoman from colorado the total j joke i want to play a little bit this is uh rep omar now the thing about this before i play it and i, I just want to draw your attention to it. we're going to talk about governor mckee in just a moment but this is someone she is <clears throat> um completely anti-semitic has made anti-semitic remarks she uh described you know, 9-11 as some people did something completely downplaying it. And now trying to portray herself as a victim. Her anti-Semitism cannot be ignored. She's uh, from Somalia. And then suddenly now she feels that she's got the platform to start lecturing people. Pretend that this hate speech from leading politicians doesn't have real consequences. The truth is that anti-Muslim hate is on the rise both here at home and around the world. This summer, we witnessed a deadly anti-Muslim attack wipe out three generations of a Muslim family in Canada. In 2019, a white nationalist opened fire at multiple mosques in New Zealand, killing over 50 people. The first half of this year alone saw over 500 incidents of anti-Muslim hate here in the United States. I myself have reported hundreds of threats on my life, often triggered by Republican attacks on my faith. Yeah, she's anti-Semitic. She wants to drive Israel into the sea. She is on board with Hamas, the Palestinians, the squad, uh, certainly Republicans. How about, let's talk about, let's talk about threats. Let's talk about Steve Scalise and what happened with the Bernie Sanders supporter when he shot him and almost killed him at that softball game. You know, in New York City, she doesn't mention the fact, she doesn't mention the fact that there's a big problem in Brooklyn where these black youths are targeting young Jewish children and assaulting them and beating them up. Notice there's no mention of what happened with the Waukesaw, the Christmas parade killer, where the media wouldn't reveal who it is and they're trying to act like it was a magic van that was running all those people down she is absolutely pathetic and the media is going along see they love the victimhood they love the victimhood and then some idiots are leaving her messages but this is someone she advocates for destruction of israel elon omar destruction of israel what did she say happened on 9 11 some people did something but the united states had it coming she is a friend and colleague uh of rhode island congressman david cicilline who defends her they ignore the anti-semitism that goes on the anti-semitism hopefuls also from the blm movement it is just atrocious now i also want to folks um you know we we cover different uh different individuals that um that run for for office but i i want to i cannot believe the uh, governor mckee talking points regarding these bribes that he's going to pay the um <clears throat> the the state workers and to try to act as though well the people of rhode island are really worried about the state workers so then they're gonna taxpayers they're gonna feel better and you know they really want the state workers to all get a three thousand dollar bribe uh to get the vaccine it, it, it is pathetic his talking points i can't believe it let's listen this is the channel 10 report State workers now has a lawmaker <clears throat> trying to end cash for shots in the future. The governor, just back from vacation, is defending himself against the backlash. NBC10's Brian Crandall is live in Providence, where he questioned the governor. Brian? Good job, Crandall. Well, Patrice and Dan, the largest state workers union, confirmed nearly two weeks ago that $3,000 vaccination bonuses were part of the contract deal that its members are now voting on. Well, after being away, Governor Dan McKee is now talking about it. 
Why is that part of their contract when you've said all along that you don't think Rhode Islanders need incentives to get the vaccine? Well, at this point, I think it's premature to even be talking about the contract details. So uh, that has not been approved yet. And until that gets approved, I'm not going to get into the details on it. You know, first of all, right out of the box, what is he talking about? They're voting on it. We can't talk about the details. Once they vote on it, the, the horse has left the barn. So that that's a faulty talking point. Well, it's premature. to What do you mean they're voting on it? They're voting on it. What are you talking about? It's premature. After they sign off and vote on it, then it's an afterthought. What, are you going to break your word on them? So that talking point is false. I don't know who came up with it, but it's false. Let's hear the rest of this answer. God. Hold on. Here we go. But I would say that stipends are part, about, are part of negotiations. Council 94, the largest state what? workers union, is expected to tally the contract votes Thursday on a deal its president confirmed to me earlier this month includes $3,000 in bonus money to vaccinated members. If all 3,800 members got the shot, that would be more than $11 million. Governor Dan McKee says the plan would be to use federal money to pay for any such stipend. Can the state afford this? And I know you say it's federal money, but it's still taxpayer money. No, it's taxpayer money. I don't deny that. I'm just saying it gives it, it certainly gives us relief in our state budget, and we want to take every what? advantage we can to do that. But tying it to a vaccine is yeah. irritating everyone. Rap Lima. Deputy House Speaker Charlene Lima, a fellow Democrat, is proposing legislation to prevent such a bonus from being paid out in future deals. It's just the wrong way to approach it. I have absolutely no problem with workers getting a bonus or a $3,000 bonus, but that should be based on their work performance, not on a medical decision. The precedent it sets is every other union yep. is going to come in That's right. and want this. Of course. Indeed, leaders of other state workers' unions have told us they also anticipate getting the bonus in their upcoming contracts. It really depends on the on the timing and the circumstances of the negotiation. Everyone's different. And on this deal that's drawn to criticism, the public's going to see that we did right by the state workers to provide what? great services to the people in the state of Rhode Island, and we did right by the taxpayers. You know, the fact that those are the talking points, I want to tell you folks, and I mean it, it, it is just beyond pathetic. My my opinion, not that it matters, but my opinion of Governor McKee has completely changed from when he came over in the spring. I mean, he is absolutely lying as blank. I mean, that is ludicrous. Oh, yeah, the taxpayers, you know, I'm going to sleep better tonight. Uh, because the the state workers are well taken care of. No, the, he is bribing people for votes. They get 1500 in the month of December. Then they get another 1500 in July. He's taking COVID money to bribe state workers. Let me say this about the unions. And Brian Crandall, by the way, is right. All the other unions, it sets a precedent. All the other unions will get it. This is because the Providence teachers got the $3,000. Governor McKee feels, well, we're going to take COVID money and bribe them for votes. Unions, I'll say this, unions certainly can make a difference in a Democrat primary. In a Democrat primary, they can. Can they push someone over the top in a general? I'm not convinced of that. But in a primary, yes, they can, because they vote in Democrat primaries. This is a disgrace. You should be outraged. This is, and let's just keep in mind, what about the regular citizens that he's telling to go get the vaccine? This is tied to the vaccine as far as them getting vaccinated. It is. You have people that got the vaccine back in February and March, and now he's just going to hand them $3,000. It's wrong. It's corrupt. It's sleazy. And he is the governor of Rhode Island right now. It is absolutely wrong. And it's being done with taxpayer money. He is bribing people for votes. That's why he's going to pay them another 1500 in July so they don't forget Right before early voting starts in the Democrat primary for governor, it's an absolute low point in disgrace. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Henry Oil. They want to be your oil provider. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, whether it is service contracts, lock and cap pricing, automatic delivery budget plans. Call Henry Oil today, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred four zero one five two one zero two hundred. You can depend on Henry Oil. Make sure you visit the website depetro.com. We have some video up of the uh, Providence Christmas tree that really actually looks like a uh, kind of a, like a Charlie Brown type tree, folks. Depetro.com, which is brought to you by Tavolo Wine Bar and Tuscan Grill. 
Authentic Innovative Italian Cuisine, T-A-V-O-L-O, Tavolo, uh, or Tavolo, uh, Providence, Atwell's Avenue, Smithfield, right near Bryant, and also the Warwick location, right across from the airport. You're going to love it online. You can find their website. There's a connection, a link right at topetro.com, but the uh, their website is Tavolo or Tavolo Winebar.com. Tavolo. Folks, it's John DePetro. This McKee thing, I can't stress enough. It is uh it's outrageous. It's a ploy. Uh his talking points are terrible. Uh well, you know, a lot of times contract negotiations, they get what, what are you talking about? No, this is because they gave the Providence Teachers Union three thousand. Every other union's gonna want it. There were there were seventeen thousand, seventeen thousand state workers. And now they're gonna have to give all of them three thousand dollars of course they are and he may say well you know it's all different and no it's not that's not the way it works when they're negotiating if you give one thing to you know one person then you have to give it to everybody else so and he knows that so to try to say that that is 51 million dollars in covid money that he's going to give to the state workers why bribing them to get their vote for a Democrat primary. All right, a lot ahead. It's the John DePietro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company, call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is AKA sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L., is an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navient certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401 401- Three five one seventy six hundred. Joe Show weekdays, folks. We start at eleven. We go until two p.m. It's AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Always, always at thepetro.com. Just click listen live. Uh, folks, joining us right now, one of my siblings happens to be an independent columnist writer. 
and also commentator. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to start off uh, out of the box. You know, the story was brewing. I think it has a different tone to it. Um, you know, it's one thing during the pandemic, we watched the two Cuomo brothers and they thought they were so clever. And, you know, anyone that in media and you've worked in having a background in media and and, uh, you know, it was it was obviously a conflict where Chris Cuomo should never have had his brother, the governor of New York on. And then the brother got in trouble. And, and now what has really erupted is the fact just how active Chris Cuomo, number one, how active he was with his brother in defense. And number two, it sure sounds as though what CNN initially heard from him, more information has come out and we just got – uh, late news now that he mm -hmm. has been suspended indefinitely from CNN. Yes. And good to be with you, JD. Um, yeah, th this is a bombshell and I, this is a, uh, however, like you say, maybe long in the making. I mean, this is a huge story for Chris Cuomo and frankly, CNN. And the fact that, as you say, John, that the fact that now that they are running the text or the investigators have the text of the brother and he is of course uh you know there's all kinds of text there i think it's this is very explosive and for chris cuomo who continued to go on the air as we know now we find out you know what's going on with this from what i can tell jd is that when he has uh, over the course of time, the degree to which he was not only like playing defense, but what clearly appears that he was strategizing with Andrew Cuomo's team prior to him finally stepping down and like really find, trying to find ways to undermine what the women were saying. And at this point, J.D., when they, there are texts saying not only was he trying to spin it where it was kind of like saying, this one is saying this. We think she's talking to Politico. And I think there was some text and he's saying, I'm on it. Like, yeah. like, I'll go, you know, like, I'm going to bat for you. Like, I almost try to, John, you know, in the world of media, you know better than anybody. Like, I'll try to, like, run that story off, you know, like yes. run it to the side. Yeah. Ma make that interview not work out for her. And I would just say, you know, I'm no legal expert, but I would think witness intimidation um, to some degree is what it, whether it's directly to him, certainly people around Andrew Cuomo, that it now looks like Chris Cuomo, John was in like regular, not just contact. I mean, it does look, he was like strategizing with them. And um, more information yeah. has come out that he was reaching out to friends of his in the media to get information on who some of the accusers and the brother was one of the Right. Text was, I have information on Wedding Girl, which means it was the, the woman that made the accusations about governor at the time, yep. governor Andrew Cuomo at the wedding. So, <laughs> Donna Perry, now, you know, CNN, they, they're a big company. Uh, they have a lot of accomplished journalists there. Um, this completely undermines that. It also just, to me, sounds, this went much deeper than they initially thought. And it sounds like maybe they initially kind of you know, gave him a pass a little bit. They're like, hey, listen, this guy's my brother, family first, as he would say. But this goes above and beyond. This was, he wasn't advising his brother. He was advising the staff. Advising the staff. And John, yes. you and I know a big corporation like that, when this is such a huge situation, right? Yeah. And, and if there is legal exposure, that was he using the platform of mm. the show, right? If you are CNN's lawyers, I'm surprised that you would be number one, get him off the air. I yeah. think it's kind of late. And let's be honest, a lot of, I think what's happened with this whole thing with the brother. Yeah. He stepped down, John, but you know, they, I think what they're trying to find out is there a criminal yes. situation here. Yeah. Right. So if he was participating in that, if you're CNN, they don't want to see legal exposure. They're a big network, right? So if you are these, females and you feel like you don't get settled in court right like anything is open right are you going to sue throw lawsuits around and and i so i just think chris cuomo's in very very big trouble this yeah this week this is this to me could be i don't see in this case that i don't see you're going to see him come galloping you know back on the air and you know after no. new year yeah. You know, suspended indefinitely from CNN and Donna Perry also, you know, let, let's let's be honest. If you're a writer, wherever it is, Washington Post political, 
you somehow get a phone call from Chris Cromo saying, hey, listen, I know you're working on the story of my brother. Let me tell you, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have you on CNN sometime. You know, like so above and beyond. But Donna Perry, what does this say about the two brothers? I mean, they, the two of them, they were the talk of New York during the pandemic. And they, yep. they definitely have, boy, they, there is certainly something to, you know, the brother definitely felt the rules don't apply. But it, it sure sounds like CNN was not fully aware to the extent of just how much Chris Cuomo was involved. Right. Which is why yeah. for his career, yes. I think he's in huge trouble. Yeah. And John, like to your point, just to finish on this part of it. Now, if you are, there's a lot of Washington media figures who might be very nervous tonight because yeah. guess what? If you were Politico and you were the yep. political editor, you know, uh, if you were this one and that one, or, or let's be honest, I mean, I have found throughout the whole thing, look, look at the hypocrisy though of how a lot of this is covered. I mean, yep. w- what about the prominent females at CNN all this time? Dana Bash and Gloria Borger, That's even right. Caitlin Collins, J.D. Yes. You know, where have they been That's right. to, to go to the brass and say, excuse me? So yes. I just think it's a black eye when CNN sure doesn't need it, right? And uh, they have had one thing after another. So and I you, you, you know. think how Chris Cuomo and some of the panelists, you're exactly right at CNN, how they went after Brett Kavanaugh. Right. How they went yep. after Trump. Now it continues on Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, now, this is an interesting question, Donna Perry. But, you know, I, I think at the same time over on MSNBC, um, yep. Brian Williams has made it clear at the end of the year he's leaving that uh, 11 o'clock shift that he has. Uh, this this certainly seemingly opens a, a gaping hole at nine o'clock, which I always I still miss Larry King for crying out right. Well, because so, he was covering the world and not always this yes. one sided slant. Yeah, very. Right. In, that's an interesting point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that maybe the seats are moving around a little bit. Um, uh, but, mm. but just to be clear, and I, I think um, where this also goes to the heart of it is is just. Boy, it is incredible, the downfall. Look, we're going to end the year, and both right. brothers, one had to resign as governor. The other one is suspended. I don't think he's coming back to uh, CNN. I'm not sure how he, how he could. Um, and, and as much as, you know, they think, you know, they're big time, hey, you know, between Wolf Blitzer and Anderson Cooper, CNN, uh, they have real journalists there, real people trying to do the work. And there's just, there's no room for an egomaniac like Chris no. And J.D., I will just uh, finish it up on this. I mean, the Albany Bureau of the New York Times, I remember through a lot of the months of this, they had a reporter. He's one of those guys. Now, that's his beat is the state house in Albany, which is different from the city, you know. And that guy, I mean, I felt he did very good coverage. And it was really the New York Times, which Mm. had some more hard hitting, raising the questions about Chris Cuomo's role. And then they had the big piece front page, whatever, the other day. I mean, they I think then they were hearing it's going down like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really out there. His, you know, I and I just will finish off the, the little bit that I've caught, despite all that's occurred to me, Andrew Cuomo still appeared very arrogant in the tape yes. deposition stuff. That's, that's right. Come out. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and last night, Chris Cuomo was um, on. Let's see, on Monday night, actually, he, he was on the air and, yes. of course, never mentioned it. And Brian Stelter, yeah. as people were saying, I can't believe he's not mentioning this. And then Brian Stelter said, oh, no, he's already said that he's discussed it. He's not going to discuss it again. Well, well, wait a minute. That was when, you know, we didn't know there was new news to this. But if that's what their strategy was, that he's decided he's no longer going to discuss it. I mean, that is just not going to wash. But Donna Perry, do you ever in your background, you've worked in both television and radio and newspaper. I, I can't recall anything like this where I, I don't want to say double agent, but yeah, you know, there, there, sometimes the pushback, it, it, it can work. It can work. You know, you hear stories spiked, uh, you know, when Ronan Farrow broke the story on Jeffrey Epstein and um, on Harvey Weinstein, you know, the, then there's a trail of people that had the story and then very yes. powerful people get on the phone and the story spiked and then yep. they don't. You know, run with that. A very, very good example was Michael Ishikoff of Newsweek at the time basically had the Monica Lewinsky story. But the Clinton people bullied Newsweek into not going with the story. And that 
The regional story about that and Linda Tripp was Matt Drudge posted that Ishikoff had the story and it was pulled that they wouldn't run with it. That's really what got it into play. So as much as this isn't going to work, in reality, sometimes people can get stories killed or at least pushed off and, and it can work. And J.D., also to your point, there are investigators on the Cuomo case. They're not done yet. And, and you just made a very good point about Chris Cuomo may not be the only big name at CNN. Yeah. Who, who, by the way, a Brian Stelter, could he get dragged in front of that? Right. <laughs> that situation, you know, he might. Yeah. You know, he uh, to me, you know, there's a lot on, you know, he tweeted a lot of support for Chris. He did. He seemed yeah. to know a lot. Mm. Well, you know, I, I think you could see some shuffling around at CNN. Uh, coming out of the this. Brian Williams thing is something to watch. We're going to yeah, take a quick break. A lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. MEGA 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA truck and trailer repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. We're speaking with uh, independent columnist, opinion maker Donna Perry. DJ, I want to go um, right to uh, President Biden. I mean, to me, he's really faltering. I just saw a tape where he said, you know, there's three reasons I, I ran for president. And then he couldn't remember the third. He just named two of them. Um, <laughs> what, what do you make of, you know, first he gets that the, the, the latest is Omicron variant, uh, variant excuse me. Yeah. And just, but, but then he's saying, you know, let's not panic. But it sure sounds that they are kind of panicking people. And and I'm I, and actually, there are people commenting saying it's not people's imagination. They kind of want to go heavy on this because they feel that's when he had the momentum and was doing his best when it was talking about COVID. They kind of like to get the conversation off rising gas prices, supply chain, and crisis at the border. Well, they want to, but I think a deeper thing could be going on here. First of all, the fact that as to me. If, if I was speech writing for that, like, it's time for concern, but not panic. See, right. I, I actually think injecting that into his, you know, like that became the headline 
I, I'm not sure I would want it to come out that way, but that's just how I'm, you know what I mean? Cause I think you're, then you are injecting the word panic into it um, for the president to say that. Um, so I, I think they're, you know, this is a very big issue for them. As you say, yeah, there's been a lot of tough things around the economy, but as we're seeing, John, all this is going to do. And, and I feel, you know, aside from Biden and politics, this could go either way. And this could be very, you know, this could be a real tipping point of the, does the pandemic then go into a different little bit oh. of frightening direction? Because if, if we are going to say, and what you're hearing, if the two major vaccines or the three of them are really can't respond to this mutation, you know, what does that really mean? I mean, I think right. that, you know, their only, their really only best strategy is they keep saying, vaccine and get the booster but the booster is just another version of pfizer and moderna right That's so right. so i think it's actually a very big problem for his mm. presidency john and i you know let's face it we saw the not only is uh inflation well the headline the wall street journal to me couldn't get worse because i think it said basically inflation outlook is worsening then yeah. you have the fed chairman saying, um, you know, something has to be done here. And I, I think he's now going to overrule the Treasury Secretary, who I don't think people think she's done a great job about interest rates. But, you know, I would also say a big problem for Biden on this, on the wider issue of the pandemic. He, for better or worse, he has hitched himself to Fauci. You know, yes. he, he's, he's like allowed him. Good point. They came out yes. the other day, J.D., who is it? It's the right. it's Harris who's not popular, and Fauci are his bookends. That's well, right. you know, I think I think Fauci is now. Um, let's he's be honest. He, he's he's lost yeah. the public's confidence. Is he a has. nice way to say it. The CDC and people feel they don't know what they're doing with the virus. I think the corporate America is not happy in wall street they're saying well what the heck you know like wait, wait, when does this thing ever wind down i think it's a very very big problem for them and again for the country if this is a case of we've got mute mutations running around and you know they they can't get it under control so i think it's a big issue uh the way he handles it john and I, one thing i've observed and you and i've talked about also he himself biden when you're gonna have these kinds of very high-pitched moments in a primetime speech john he's not an effective communicator he's not right like no. he doesn't poll well i think no. he hits the points wrong he has this annoying odd you know he like leans in and he's stretching his mouth and doing the whispering and like i just don't think all of these things bode well and this is um I, and i would just say well this he's thing. no reagan we'll put it that way he's not a reagan and i i think on this one jd what begins to get baked in with the public is, is the guy just not up to the job beyond, of course, it's Omicron, you know, none of these things are his fault, but I think there becomes a perception that his White House really doesn't have their hand on the wheel on, no. uh, you know, on, and this only adds, as you were saying, it's been a tough fall. The prices are still stuck on these overinflated Oh, yeah. You know, markups, we all see it if you're, you know, in the grocery store. So, you know, I do think this is, could be an inflection point, not in a good way <laughs> for their Donna administration. Perry, what, what do you make of the talk now that obviously, um, you know, Vice President Harris, 28 percent approval rating. Suddenly there's talk of like the two of them merging of her and Mayor Pete. And that could be, you know, there's actually a CNN editorial post on the <laughs> website saying, that the two of them should stop competing, work together, and that would be the ticket for, for 2024. And, of course, you know, the tone-deaf individual that wrote that actually put Harris would be the president and Mayor Pete. I mean, if you are either an independent or a Republican, I think that is music to your ears because anyone that thinks those two individuals are, are actually popular, have the solutions to the, the problem, they're not paying attention. Well, that, exactly. I mean, to say that they would be, um, you know, that they're going to be like the golden team or whatever. <laughs> I wow. mean, first of all, people have notably blamed him for being like asleep at the wheel and he was home during the supply chain when you could have gotten control of it, John, back in June and July. And right. everyone knows that. So that stick to me. If you're a Republican, 
you know, ad campaign team. I mean, there's so many things that stick to him. And with her, it's just you. I don't think you just reverse those these kind of negative impressions. That's, no. And I think that's what a guy like Jim Carville, who's been in the game for so long, I think that's, that's what right. he's trying to say. Yeah. You you begin to run out of time to when the they say the cake is baked. You know, you begin yeah. to reverse. She's not going to reverse it. You know, I don't see that. And now JD, these none of these are great developments for them. Obviously, nobody wants to see this for the country. But again, there becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy if the public says, "Oh gosh, anything that th- these guys aren't up to the job." You know what I mean? Like that can yes. just stick to them. The average person is too busy. They don't know. They don't have to follow every policy. And they, you know, they now they're floundering with this big bill they have, which by the way, JD, anything they were trying to sell out there now, Omicron, let's face it, that's going to kick those headlines off the front page, so to speak. Right. Because oh, the bear, right. Like he, all he was clinging to, he goes out for, you know, the passing infrastructure bill. The public is like, yeah, what? Now, what about this new mutation? You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. well, it's you know, it's on, on a madman, Don, Don, uh, Don Draper used to say, if you don't like people are talking about change the conversation. Yeah. The conversation has been changed now to uh, Omicron. It is not going to be on the Build Back Better. Now, folks, again, we're speaking with Donna Perry. And DJ, I do want to touch on um, th- this business about how the media is treating this representative from Colorado mm-hmm. who was out at an event and she's with supporters and she makes some jokes on representative Omar Elon and the way it is flamed up and, you know, they're so aghast by it. But what is, what is really striking is how much I think it shows how much they have been hands off regards to Omar. I, I absolutely think so. And, and in this instance, um, the hypocrisy, as you say, is like all over the, the place on this. Look, she was at a her own private, you know, yeah. reception fundraiser. Looks, looks like an Elks Hall. It, I mean, yeah, it's it, very casual. at that moment, you know, if you were the staff, was it an ill-advised aside of a joke? Maybe. OK, you could you could I'll give you that. But I mean, I would just say when we've all seen Omar has well-known, publicly documented series of statements, John, that were blatantly anti-Semitic. They are hostile to Israel, who is the top ally to this country in that region. So first of all, you know, she's supposed to be, you know, a congresswoman that, you know, America should come first. She's hostile to Israel. The statements have been anti-Semitic. I don't think the media held her to a standard and said, gee, how much are you going to apologize here? You know, they always tiptoe around it. And so now they want to have this big to do um, about Bo Baird and this in this statement. And I just think there's a lot of hypocrisy um, and not just about, OK, she makes one reference. And, and I think in that, again, maybe ill-advised joke, but the point was she was joking to say is Omar tied in with terrorists because let's yes. be honest you know the, her well known and and very you know she's been unafraid and and not bashful John to have to put out publicly statements tweets whatever sympathy to the Palestinians and the Palestinian yes. authority by the way in instances when the US could prove that some of the f- terrorist factions JD have influence with that ruling body. They they just do. I mean, this That's has right. been debated and talked about. So I don't. Well, as far as Omar, yeah. I mean, you remember it was the whole thing. She was she was on tape saying, and on September 11th, you know, some people did some right. things. You know, talk about downplaying what was an event. And then there were pictures, both her and that rep from Michigan, yep. who's uh, you know wants to empty all the prisons. She had a map up at her office and it was Israel, but it said Palestine on it. So because she is Palestinian. Yeah, right. You know, these types of things, they they seem to get a free pass. They're they're jumping all over the Republican rep. I'm willing to bet. Now, first of all, I also used to watch both Cicilline and Sheldon Whitehouse. They used to discuss members of the Tea Party like they were foreign aliens from another planet. 
yeah. uh, you know, yeah. saying, and I've seen these Tea Party people up close. And let me tell you, they're scary people. Like, you know, they talk in those terms. Yep. But you're exactly right. The anti-Semitic talk that members of the squad are allowed to get away with pales. I mean, pales in comparison um, to what, what the rep said about the joke, pales in comparison to the anti-Semitism. Well, of course, you know, and, yes. and let's be honest, Bo Barrett and some of the others, um, CNN of all people. So they, they yes. will they just think they can declare and yeah. say they, you know, it's very condescending, John. You know, she's just, oh, she's a crazy nut. And what is this woman doing serving in Congress? That's kind of what, you know, the way they portray her. Look, yep. her, her constituents elected her. Yeah. Um, and that's at a private function, like you say, there's been, but with Omar, um, I'm sorry. And for everyone to now give this like sympathetic coverage, like, oh, isn't that so awful that someone made that reference? So I, I think, you know, there's really, it's the one-sided coverage and it, it doesn't belong that way. Chris Christie, by the way, I'll give him credit. He's been not afraid. He's been making the rounds. He's speaking out uh, quite a bit, but he was not afraid to point out this kind of hypocrisy of the coverage of the two of them. Bobart and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, yep. they're they're both, you know, new faces on the scene. They're female. They do not back down. Uh, they definitely have become targets, you know, so much for the whole, you know, the whole gender movement and believe women. It doesn't apply to them. They right. are, you know, just fear game and waved off. But that's that's another example of that. Folks, again, she is um, interesting opinions, opinion maker. It is uh, Donna Perry. DJ, great job, as always, and we'll talk to you again. Great to talk to you. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Folks, joining us right now, he's the director of Republican National Committee Strategic Communications. It is Gates McGavick. And uh, Gates, the biggest question I want to just start off with is uh, it's really incredible when people are comparing the price of whether it's gas or what they have to spend at the grocery store in, in just one year. Um, it's not people's imagination. The price of everything seems to be rising. And the price of everything is rising. Um, and it took Joe Biden just about 10 months to break our supply chain and drive the cost of basic goods up. And, you know, this is coming right around the holidays, which is really tough for a lot of families. I mean, you know, gifts for kids are more expensive if you can get them at all. A lot of empty shelves. The cost of heating your home this winter is going to be much higher. And then you have your basic goods, you know, meat, eggs, fruit, gas. All of that is a lot more expensive. I think gas is up 50% right now. And this is Joe Biden's economy. Uh, this is this is what it looks like. Americans can't afford much more of it. And I think the most shocking thing is Joe Biden's solution to this, you know, prices uh, rising crisis is to spend and tax trillions more dollars uh, through his build back broke agenda, which will only make the situation worse. Now, Gates, also, you know, as much as the Biden people, they try to talk about, um, you know, paying people more and, and rising wages. But it, it would seem that even if people were making more in their in their careers, in their jobs, that the, the costing the rising cost of inflation is outpacing anything that someone as far as getting you know, uh, an increase in salary. Yeah, it is. I mean, inflation, a good way to think about it, it's like a hidden tax, right? It's not an official tax from the government, but it's a tax you're paying on every single thing you buy. And the way this economy is set up right now, you have Democrats, you know, paying people, you know, uh, paying people not to work, incentivizing staying home, overworking. Uh, Democrats, you know, in Washington, printing way more money, flooding the zone with cash, causing this inflation. I mean, it, the only way out is, you know, common sense, conservative leadership. Look, there's a reason of the top 20 states for recovering from the COVID pandemic and uh, creating jobs. 17 of those top 20 states are led by Republican governors. Folks, I think that is a really important stat. Folks, again, we're speaking with Gates McCavick, director of Rhode Island, the uh, Republican National Committee Strategic Communications. Gates, what's your reaction to uh, Mayor Pete? Uh, Commerce Secretary Buttigieg saying, well, if people don't want to pay uh, high gas prices, then they should go out and just buy an electric car. I mean, it's absurd. You know, he's talking to American families trying to make ends meet and just recommended that they just go ahead and buy a new car. Uh, and the average cost of an electric car right now is, I think, $55,000. 
Um, it just shows how out of touch this administration <laughs> is. Um, it's, I mean, it's across the board, right? You have Mayor Pete uh, telling people if you can't afford gas, just buy a new car. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, Jennifer Granholm, the administration's secretary of energy. She was asked a couple weeks ago, what's your plan to drive down gas prices? And she just started laughing. Yeah. Um, I think Ron Quayne, the chief of staff, he referred to this inflation crisis as, quote, high-class problems. I mean, this is what happens when you put the coastal elites in charge, right? This is what happens when you have an out-of-touch D.C. insider administration. Uh, they might know Americans are struggling, but they really don't care. And uh, I think we've seen that reflected in all their policy decisions so far. Yeah. You know, Mayor Pete, it's a little bit like, um, you know, the, the, some his response saying, like, the passengers in the Titanic, well, they, they should have taken swim lessons. So exactly. it, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been a problem. Now, Gates, also, um, <clears throat> this is something that people have to be on guard with, and that is how they want to manipulate uh, the voting that they're trying to push forward in New York City. This is a concern yeah. because many times, you know, things start as a, a pilot program somewhere else, somewhere, yeah. and then it gets picked up mm -hmm. elsewhere. This is a dangerous road that they're trying to go down. It's a really dangerous game, and I think you phrased it really well. It started as a pilot program in, you know, Vermont, Massachusetts. I mean, you're a New England guy. You know that often these liberal things start in New England. Um, but then all of a sudden, yeah, New York wants to let 800,000 non-citizens vote. Uh, biggest city in America, home to Wall Street, the United Nations. And one thing people, I'm not, people might be missing this, the uh, requirement to be a non-citizen resident of New York, it's 30 days. So anyone from anywhere in the world could move to New York, hang out for 30 days, and be qualified to vote wow. in the mayoral election for the biggest city, maybe the most important city in the world. Huh. Right. So that that's just not that's just not a good idea. Yeah. And what Democrats, of course, don't realize is this could be manipulated by either side. This is just like an objectively terrible idea that totally undermines election integrity. But look, we've seen Democrats attacking election integrity nationwide. You know, since Biden got in office, they've lied about voter ID. Biden has had his Department of Justice sue states that for the crime of passing basic uh, election integrity laws. And now Democrats are just kind of going for it all. And they're just trying to straight up rig the game and let non-citizens vote. Um, they did it in Vermont uh, a few months ago. Two cities in Vermont um, voted to let non-citizens vote. And here at the RNC, we went ahead and sued those two cities. And I can tell you that, you know, if this passes a city council in New York, you know, we'll be looking at very similar options to uh, the RNC will, you know, possibly sue to make sure this doesn't go through because this this is something that will die in court because it's just so out of touch with the American people. Folks, again, we're speaking with Gates McGavick, director of Republican National Committee Strategic Communications. Gates, it's very concerning because Providence, Rhode Island is one of those. It's run as a sanctuary city. They're often sure. adopting you know, things, uh, this was done over here, we're going to try it over here. So that is definitely of concern. And also, you know, we're seeing around the country that different states are trying to I improve and tighten up their, their uh, re you know, voter uh, regulations and just how they're conducting elections. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to me, as much as the Democrat Party talks about anyone that mentions 2020, they say is undermining democracy. To me, what's undermining democracy is allowing non-citizens to vote, this whole business yeah. of no voter ID, everything's a mail-in ballot, uh, unsolicited mail ballots, they truly are the party that's undermining democracy. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, the thing is, all of these measures for election integrity are so basic, right, and so uncontroversial. Having an ID to vote, that's not controversial. Uh, getting rid of ballot harvesting, the practice where paid political operatives go door-to-door -door yep. collecting ballots and delivering them to polling places – that's not controversial. That's just not a good policy. Right. Polling shows 80% of Americans want voter ID. Polling shows 87% of Americans support a ban on ballot harvesting. You know, the only controversy here is the one that Democrats are desperately trying to create through the mainstream media. But at the end of the day, basic measures like voter ID, banning ballot harvesting, they're in line with what the American people want. And American, the American people want election integrity. They want basic safeguards to make sure that our all-important election process is conducted with some transparency and some basic guardrails. Um, Democrats, you know, they, they yell voter suppression and exaggerate. But I'll give you an example. You mentioned states that are passing good laws. So the state of Georgia passed a really good common-sense election integrity law, you know, requiring voter ID banning ballot harvesting, more bipartisan poll observation. 
uh, Stacey Abrams went ahead and called that law voter suppression and Jim Crow 2.0. You know, Atlanta just did its municipal elections a couple weeks ago. Turnout went up 17% after they passed that law in Atlanta. So I think that just goes to show these are just like basic common sense things. And, you know, not that surprising that Democrats are, are exaggerating and trying to create controversy, trying to divide. That's their whole playbook at this point. I, I really believe that uh, election integrity, it's a big issue. You know, when you talk about New England, a lot of people in Massachusetts, they vote in New Hampshire when they may have a summer home or a ski home. Sure. Uh, in Rhode Island, ballot harvesting is big business. The campaigns mm-hmm. pay workers per ballot to go out and get. And then yeah. there was always the threat of mail fraud. So what they did was they put boxes out in front of of different uh, canvassing places. So therefore, they could drop them all there. And then the, you don't get the element of of a mail fraud, which is something that could come in again. Um, Gates, is there, um, before I let you go, is right now, um, the New York city thing that that's about to be decided, but I can't emphasize enough. People need to pay attention to that simply because when it passes one place, you see other people start to say, we should bring that here. Yeah. I mean, it's scary. And frankly, New York, this isn't the first example. In Illinois, um, a state senator recently introduced legislation to allow non-citizens to vote in school board elections statewide in Illinois. Right here in D.C., a city council member introduced a bill allowing non-citizens to vote in local D.C. elections. You know, it's people need to start paying attention because it's already happening. New York is not the first example. It's the biggest example, but this is something Democrats are pushing nationwide, and that's why the RNC is building out. This historic election integrity operation, boots on the ground, we're involved in 27 legal cases nationwide. We're building out an operation to uh, to defend American elections from Democrat attacks because, unfortunately, uh, those attacks are already here and Democrats are already pushing this. And I think we can all agree uh, American elections should be decided by election, American citizens. Gates McCavick, Director, Republican National Committee Strategic Communications. MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401 401- Four three one twenty three hundred four zero one four three one twenty three hundred Mega Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you are freight, freight goods, third party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing customer developing a proven track record with fortune 500 companies you can depend on mega logistics call them today 401-431-2300 you have enough enough challenges trying to run your business let mega logistics help you do that call them today 401-431-2300 serving rhode island and massachusetts again if you have freight Freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage. You can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Check out the website, dipietro.com. We have original unique exclusive stories videos content all our links to social media facebook twitter instagram youtube it's all right there and that's also the best way to reach me log on at the website depetro.com depetro.com